I'm Sadek. And I'm Christian. And this is episode 111 of Shades of Brown. I don't know why I decided to say the digits out loud like that, but it's episode 111 of Shades of Brown. Uh, and this week it's going to be uh, like a shorter episode, right? This is like, there's not much to talk about. Uh, I just We just wanted to talk really about Halo Reach, which came out this week. So we're going to start with that. So uh, Halo Reach is out on the... Uh, Master Chief Collection, right? Halo Reach was originally uh, only on the Xbox 360 when it launched in what 2010, right? 20, uh, 2009, uh, actually. Halo Reach is... It says, it, it says 2010 on the Wikipedia page, so that's what I'm going with. Ah. Um, September 14, 2010 on the Xbox 360. And uh, so, like, Halo Reach was... Uh, is is set like from a story perspective before the uh, before the first Halo game, right? It is set. Yeah, so essentially, it's the retelling of the book, The Fall of Reach, which I think you've read. I've read. I it. I I don't think I've read it. I think I might have read bits of it, but I never read the whole thing. I don't remember, but I, I'm aware of the story of like the general gist of the story of Halo Reach, and uh, like it, you play as as uh, as as, uh, as Noble Six. Uh, uh, and you're on Reach, right? It's, it's, the game is set on Reach. Uh, so, Master Chief Collection on PC. I'm 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 super excited because this is going to be like the first Halo release on PC since Halo Two on Windows Vista. Like, do you remember that? That was ten years ago. That was like over ten, fifteen years ago. Two thousand four, I think, right? Or two thousand six. Halo Two on PC was. Uh, I don't remember. It was. 2004? No, 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 no. The Windows version is was in 2007. So, like the X, the Xbox version was in 2004, and three years later they released the Windows version. But it's uh, like a games of uh, games or if live, whatever it's called, games for Windows Live. Yeah, games for Windows Live. It was like GFWL, like the the DRM thing. It, and required Windows Vista at the time. Oh, it required Windows Vista, and I like a like I think because it required like a new version of DirectX, and like, and then the, never got patched. It it was like GFWL was garbage. Like a few, I remember a few games shipping with GFWL. Like didn't GTA Four? GTA Four did. Yes, GTA Four notoriously had a lot of issues with that. Uh, I think like a few other games, a few other shooters. I think are like. I think Gears, maybe? I don't know if there was a Gears game that released with that. I thought the, uh, no, there were no Gears games on PC before Gears 5, right? I don't think... Gears was, Ultimate, the first uh, game, they remade okay, it for right, a PC right. version. But that wasn't GW, GFWL. So, like, there were some other games that, were, that used that DRM, and it was horrendous. So, uh, it was a much mal- maligned, like, I guess, like, release at the time, because it was just, like... It sort of felt like... An, like it, Microsoft only released it because they wanted people to upgrade to Windows Vista, Right? Uh, so it, it felt sort of like an afterthought, and like the the DRM issues, uh, people were not happy. Like this was back in two thousand seven, and like all stuff like and, and as well too. When when G uh, GFL GWFL whatever it's we called, just call it that, the, the bad DRM. The bad DRM. <laughs> when that died too, is it, those games aren't playable anymore, right? Unless you use like a cracker on them or something. Um, I think some of the games got patched to be like they rem- some games. I think GTA Four is patched where you. It, it, it wasn't GTA Four now? It's a Steam release, right? So it doesn't even use it. Yeah, GTA Four was r- removed the removed the uh, games for Windows Live DRM. I think at some point. Uh, because uh, I don't know, they just removed it, and there was a, it's available on Steam now. I played it without that, like without the DRM, I think. Uh, 
and it works. There's definitely like there's some games though. If like if you were to boot it up today and it was one, it just wouldn't work, right? Yeah, there's some games are definitely broken. I think probably because they were never updated to be like they're dependent on the DRM, or they maybe just like you can't play the multiplayer because it's like dependent on like DRM or something like that. Like there were only a, I think there weren't that many games that were released with that. I, that's why it's like I'm struggling to remember anything other than GTA 4 or Halo 2. Yeah. Uh, and as well too with the with the Halo stuff. This um. This isn't like technically the first Halo port on PC since then. There was Forge for Halo Five that would essentially that would allow you that gave you the um the custom server browser, so you could do like custom matches and build maps on that, just to include any matchmaking. I didn't count that because it wasn't like a like it didn't have like the campaign or anything. Like it's just uh it's just basically like a map. I don't know. It's basically like a. Like it, I didn't think of it as a game, but it is like basically Halo 5's multiplayer engine and stuff on uh, on PC. Yeah, I forgot about Forge. Uh, so like this is I'm this is huge. Like I'm looking forward to the rest of the multi uh, uh, Master Chief Collection coming to PC. And it's not that bad too price wise because you can either get the whole collection forty dollars or or you specifically you could just get it for free from the Windows Store, or you can. Buy- you don't have to pay for it because you already have it on the Xbox. But if you want to get it through Steam, you'd have to rebuy it. Because if you, it does the um, play anywhere stuff for Xbox and and um, PC, I believe. I did. I, I don't think so. I think you have to buy it. It's on Game Pass, but you also have to buy it on the Windows Store. Well, if you open the Windows Store right now, you should be able to check, right? If you pull it up, it'll tell you to, if you, to install it rather than to buy it. But uh, I, I thought it point. was play anywhere. But I know, but it still reaches only $10 on pc and like no it tells it, it it tells me to buy it so it's it's like it's not a it's not a play anywhere title because it's it's not this okay it's it's not the same as the xbox one version right because it's like the xbox one version obviously doesn't have it has all the other campaigns already like it's like the well even the two reach the differences between reach and xbox are a little different or pc and xbox rather where you i don't think firefight might no firefight's in there forge though forge is not forge is in the xbox version not in the pc version as of now right uh so like there are some weirdish so i bought it on steam because i just like i was like it's on steam i'll just get it on steam it's fine uh um, like did you did we did the launcher uh, like the launcher is, or the launcher as in like the, uh, as, as in like the main menu and like, like the Master the, Chief Collection. Yeah, they redid it for they redid it for the Xbox as well. They made it a lot more streamlined. It's it's very streamlined. It's very much cleaner. Uh, and like the UI is is nice and fast, and it's like it's just like an Unreal Engine thing, but it's like it's nice. And, uh, I remember when we were um, when we were playing through Halo Four originally on the Master Chief Collection, getting to Spartan Ops, like being able to find that in the menu. Oh my god! Yeah, being able to find Spartan Ops, it's just it was just like you had to dig deep into the menus to get it. It was like it was kind of like it was like they just put everything in like all those like a bunch of menus. And it was it was really awkward. Uh, so this. Let's talk about like the. I'm gonna actually talk about the story first, and then we can talk about like the sort of like the technical side of the port, the side of the version that's on PC. Uh, so I'm gonna start with the story. So this is the first time I played Halo Reach, uh, and I think this is one of the best Halo campaigns I've played since the first Halo campaign. Right, like I like Halo uh, Combat Evolved, the first one uh, is is probably one of my like most favorite. Halo campaigns, right? Uh, and I think this would be like my second favorite campaign because I think the way they, uh, like the way the story plays out. So you're you're on Reach, you uh, you're part of Double Team Six, and so you have all these 
this, you have these six people and the, the story of how one by one each of them die, right? Like it is like it is very well done. Like the way the story is told is very it's reminiscent of uh it reminded me of ODST a lot because of the way the environmental like the vignettes and all that yeah, the vignettes, the vignettes and the sort of the optional uh like the the music and like the sort of the way the uh environmental storytelling is done in this game is like the like the, the adding like the voices that you hear like in the radio like you know when like like the reach is being uh bombarded and like people are trying to leave and it's like the whole sequence with the civilian transports it's like it's very odst like you remember i think it's like how um, in digital foundry they put it where when you're playing the story they built the atmosphere where it's just like something's not right and you the whole and most of the game is trying to figure out like what's wrong yeah it's like when you start when you when you just go on to reach and it's like uh they think it's rebels right and it's like some sort of mystery uh, like it's like spooky shit going on like it's just it's it's plasma fire so it's like covenant you know like the, and the scene where they're in the uh in the building and like the covenant jumps like there's a covenant le that jumps you and it's like uh, that's a, that's a very cool scene. Uh, so it's like the story is very well done, and all the characters are like uh, like the the scene where like the where George is like I gotta I gotta like you know do it manually, and he's like he just like he just and he just throws like noble six out the, out the airlock. It's just like oh okay, uh, he's just gonna blow up the fucking fucking Covenant uh, supercruiser or whatever. Like it's like. Very, very, very cool. Like, I think it's one of the best Halo stories I've played in a long time. Like, because it's it's been so long since I played a good Halo story. So it's like, it felt like Halo 5 didn't exist. Like, I forgot about how bad Halo 5's story was that, you know, like, it's, I sort of tried to erase it from my brain. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's good to play a Halo game that's actually, like, has a good storyline. It's, it's fun. Uh, yeah, so, like, what are, like did you play did you play the campaign on on Xbox? I haven't beaten it. I mean, well, so my, I guess my my, my history for the free is a little different because I beat it originally when it came out on 360, and so I've already played through it. Um, I played through about half of it. I haven't beaten it yet, but like I've already, I I already know how the story goes. I rem- I remember it. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, I I knew like I knew like this story. The story like it's very like it's very like when you start the game, it's like. Uh, like a like a thing where it's like just the helmet, like Noble Six's helmet on the on like a fried Reach planet, right? Like it's like so you you know what's gonna happen in the story. Like this this story is meant for people who already know. Like I think who have read like the Fall of Reach or know what what the story of Reach is. I mean, there's reference to the being of Halo One. So you've played Halo One, you already know what happens to Reach. Yeah, so it's like everybody knows what the ending is going to be. So it's 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 very cool to see a story where you already know the ending. So it's like it gives them a lot of freedom to. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 very nice. Uh, So let's like I'm gonna talk about like the gameplay, and then we can talk about like the like the issues that 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 are present in the current build. so like the gameplay wise, it felt um it's interesting because like the power up system, like it's not a power up system, it's like a ability you can swap out abilities, right? You can either have like uh like sprint and like it's all limited, right? Like the sprint is limited and you can get like active camouflage or you can get uh you can get what is it shield lock right uh, it's basically like the um so in halo 3 you had the disposable sort of um power ups you could pick up on the field like the bubble the bubble shield in that and then that um also well, now that I'm talking now I'm thinking about it 
it's very easy to see how we go from this to destiny. If you think about like the power ups and some of the mechanics, like since Halo Three had the bubble shield, which is literally the exact same thing, just different colored in Destiny for the Titan Super. Now that I'm thinking about it, but um, you had that you had the um, item that you would throw on the field and it would reduce everyone's health around it, like the sort of AOE effect. You had all of those in Halo Three, and then what they didn't reach is that they moved more items into them, but they're rechargeable now. They aren't single use. So you have sprint, you have the armor lock. Um, I believe you have the hologram as well. Yes, the hologram is hologram is actually very useful to be honest because there are certain levels where there are like a lot of enemies that are like have like high damage weapons like snipers or something and it's very useful to have the hologram just like take damage for you where you like try to flank them right uh it's very cool like i like i was trying to play with it like the active camouflage is probably the least useful i don't know it's like i've never felt like the camouflage was ever like a good power-up in any halo game like that had it right like in the first halo game it was sort of like like stealth has always been like sort of one of those things that are in halo games i'm like I, I don't play these games for, like, the stealth mechanics, and the stealth mechanics are, like, very rudimentary, right? It's basically, like, line of sight, right? It's, like, it's not, it's not complicated. Like, they, like there's one mission here in Hill Reach where it's basically, like, a copy, like, a homage to the Truth and Reconciliation mission, right? Where you get the uh, sniper rifle, where you drop with the sniper rifle, and you're supposed to, like, slow. Is that the one where you end up saving Halsey and getting Cortana? No, this is the one where you're, like, uh... Where there are like civilians, like who are like who have like. Oh yeah, and you go through the you're going through the city right when it's like being invaded. No, no, no! It's before. It's way before. This is like the fourth mission, I think, where it's like you and some one other. I don't remember his name, but like you, it's it's nighttime and it's like you're trying to find out the. Oh, catas- okay, yeah, you and June, you and yes, June, right? Yeah, it's like you and June with the sniper rifle, right? And it's like you're trying to like take out like uh, like you. There are some civilians that you have to save, and like they are like trapped in the space, and like. That's, that's someone, too, that has a scene with the Elite, right? Who ends up invisible trying to, like, um, sword you? Oh, oh man. That was... that. The first time I was like, oh, oh, I, I forgot about the Invisible Elites. <laughs> like, it was like... And the, the Invisible Elites, like, if, if they hit you, you're dead, basically. Like, it's like... With the sword, right? It's a sword of, like, a one-hit kill for you. Yeah. yeah so it's like... Uh, like You have to be... You have to just, like, run away. Basically, back up and keep shooting at him or, like, grenade him because, like, you don't want him to actually hit you. Uh, so... Like mechanically, like the like the weapons felt really good, right? Like the the assault rifle finally feels very good. The the pistol obviously is a staple. Uh, like the rocket launcher, like the plasma rifle. Well, like, specifically too about the pistol. The pistol leans way more towards the Halo One pistol, where you can snipe people rather than the Halo Three pistol. Yes, yeah, it it definitely feels like a, feels like the Halo One pistol. And there's also like some new weapons that I haven't used, like the needle needler sniper rifle. Like it's like there are some new Covenant weapons in here, right? Like there are, uh, like some explosive weapons uh, that are like a Covenant only, like the brutes use, uh, and like the what is the what's the brutes like assault rifle equivalent like it's like the i'm trying to remember what the name is but it's like it's not the needler it's like it's this thing that fires like discs or whatever oh it's uh, this one that um it sort of has like a uh it, it looks like sort of like a bell right where like it, it's open it's like a bell opening and then it's like a stick that pops out from the back of it yeah it's one of my favorite weapons because it's like it's it's, it's it does quite a bit of damage and it's like it's very effective against the brutes as well uh and the, so like it's and it reloads really fast so uh, that's good. Like, the sniper rifle feels like the sniper rifle, right? Yeah, there's not many chances to use it other than that one mission, but, like, it is it is really cool to have the sniper rifle. Uh, 
it's 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 all good. Like the it feels like a solid, like mechanically feels solid. Like the vehicles feels like like uh like uh the the only section the vehicle section that was weird to me was the saber section, which was like it felt like I don't know that I, maybe it's not meant to be played with this mouse and keyboard, but it felt really Is weird. The saber one, that's one in space, right? Yes, that's the one in space where you're oh, flying. That one like so good. I, that I mean, okay, those controls I, think, I don't think really work well though with a yeah. Uh, that's, I was like, okay, I was like playing that. I was like, this is weird to me because like it feels like this was designed for the uh, for like playing on a 360 right because it was it's like, designed for analog control yeah right? it's definitely designed for analog i was like trying to do it with the keyboard and mouse i was like this is not working that well i should have i should have like switched to a control for this section because like it is like really awkward to control it with i mean it's, it's not that difficult like on on like normal but like if you're like playing on like a harder difficulty you probably want to use a controller for that because it just feels a little bit awkward with the uh with the, with the just mouse and keyboard, but other vehicles are fine. Like the Scorpion is in there. Like the Warthog is just you. You have a power slide now, which is cool. Like you can do cool slides. Uh, there, there's like the Revenant is the new vehicle, right? The Revenant is the. It's like slightly bigger than the Ghost, but uh, but not as big as the Wraith, right? So you have the Ghost, you have the uh, Revenant, you have the uh, you have the Wraith, right? You can only drive two of those. You can only drive uh, a Ghost and a Revenant. I think yeah, that's it. Uh, but yeah, it's fine. Like it's cool to have more Covenant vehicles. I, I'm sad there's no Banshee section, but uh, we get to fly. Uh, what is it like a Falcon? Is that what it's called? Like the the, the UNSC light aircraft. Uh, cool to just fly around, reach, destroying uh, those turrets. Very uh, very cool. Um, so now I I want to say that I have a little bit of a different perspective on the technical side of it because I originally played this game on a CRT way back when so like the, the the display i played this on um this only this only like i'm only thinking about this because digital foundry did their whole is has been heavily pushing forward their crt agenda on us <laughs> <laughs> the crt agenda i haven't watched any of the videos yet but like i'm, I'm actually gonna watch them later but like yeah it's, so so what's see, like the experience like playing this on a crt so the 360 version on an LCD had ghosting issues because the TAA they're using like a very primitive form of TAA on it and it was it would ghost a lot and obviously with a CRT that has no motion blur and no input latency right you don't notice it as much because while there was like a little bit of blur from the engine you didn't also have to deal with this pixel smearing that you get on a traditional LCD display so when I played Halo Reach, I played it the intended way, which is no input latency, you know, just like not that many frame noticeable frame dips. And yeah, I mean, it was it was what like locked at thirty on the three sixty. It was it was a little wavy, um, but frame dips were less noticeable on a CRT. That's right? probably true. Yeah, uh, and like I would imagine, like the 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 rudimentary TA TA is temporal anti-aliasing. It's like. Uh, like a ba- it was, was a it was an initial version of like the reconstruction that that's now super um, popular because on a real engine four and so with that I also had it hooked up via composite cables so I was getting a super clean four eighty i I think <laughs> super clean four eighty i was it four eighty p or is it four eighty i it was I, I don't remember I can't remember that TV did it was either interlaced or progressive because it mattered right that mattered with CRTs yeah I mean interlaced or versus yes progressive I'm like it I might have been progressive scan but so I was doing that and and obviously like I mean we're laughing now at four eighty p but 40p on a CRT 
is very clean. Yeah, I mean, yes, it's it's. I mean, with the, with the composite cables, you, you get the good, good. Not crisp. I wouldn't call it crisp, but like the smooth uh, display. Also, no. Oh, that's why I didn't have any frame dips because it was when you ran it at 1080p, right? When you're outputting a widescreen HD image, that you would have that problem. But since if you're doing a four, it was rendering at 480p. It's rendered at 480p. I mean, it wasn't. It was on 360. It was at like 720. Like it was at like one. Like they mentioned it on the digital founder video, which we're gonna put in the show notes. But like, it, is, it wasn't running at 1080p, right? It was running. Yeah, at it was like, set at 720p. But still, 360 games usually rendered at the resolution. If you put it lower than the target one, they would render at that. They don't downscale. I don't think a lot of 360 games they they supported multiple resolutions because it's just from that era, right? Where where it, it was it, the switch state was happening, so a lot of games had that built into their engines. So that's why I didn't notice any frame issues. And I'm gonna tell you this on a CRT 480p in 2010 when I played it was clean because I had a Sony. We had a Sony one in our living room. I had Xbox. Yeah, the Sony ones. The Sony ones were good. The Sony CRTs, like if you had a good CRT, probably looked really, really good. And um, that's like right now when I'm playing it on um the at a 32 inch 1080p panel i have that i've talked about before i've calibrated and the input latency is pretty good on it but like i'm playing it and i'm like it's widescreen but i don't really notice that much of a difference <laughs> like there is a difference but like it it's how i rem- it, it still looks great it's how i remember it playing though right it's not like there's been a lot of remasters like the original halo 2 remaster or the halo 1 remaster that's like i play it and i'm like wow this is better than what i remember it being but with this one it's more of like this is how i remember it I, I I think this one is like I think we're gonna talk about this. It's it's like some of the remaster issues are like I think like are probably a limitation of the engine maybe or like some other issues. They're also stuff about- not on the Xbox. So we, there's a lot of the PC issues um, that aren't on the Xbox. Mm-hmm. But, but what but issue them- that is very, the most noticeable issue straight away is the sound. It's the sound issue, which specifically specifically the sound of the weapons sound like the like the, the sound is traveling through water right and it sounds muffled right like they put a compressor on it right like it's like some compression issue like they can like uh, apparently like i was reading some youtube comments on the digital finder video apparently bungie's saying or i think 343 uh is that uh they had some issues converting the audio from the 360 version right uh i guess they had some i guess they applied maybe they applied some compressor uh that was not not good uh and like the audio sounds muffled and not as punchy as it did in the original 360 version uh I'm, I'm like I when I was playing this, I was like something is off with the audio. Like I was just playing this, like the sound mix sounds off. Like the sound mix sounds off as I'm like the music sounds way clearer than the gunfire. I'm like that's not correct. That doesn't sound like a Halo game. Like it's I mean the music is a very important part of. Uh, shout out to our our uh, longtime Halo composers on this one. It's Martin and uh, Martin O'Donnell and Michael Salvatore on this on the OS, on the OST for this one. It's very good, uh, but like. The, the, sound of, uh, the sounds of the guns is as just as important I think in Halo, and it's like it sounds bad. Like it's just, it's just. I think they're working on it. They're aware. They're off, obviously, of course, aware of it. They've mentioned it. I think somewhere, probably in the forums or something, uh, that they're aware of it and they're working on like fixing the audio issue. And I'd be glad to. Yeah, that's like the audio issue. Probably the first thing that they need to fix because it's very noticeable like especially if you've played the original version and even if you haven't it sounds bad like it doesn't sound good even if you haven't played it it just sounds like muffled uh muffled audio uh and some of the other issues are 
PC specific, right? Like the issue. Well, just texture issues in general. I don't know if you, so there's, there's um, a really noticeable one. The first mission, you're going in from the house and you're going to meet the um, farmers, right? Who are like scared. When you walk into that building, before this is before you get the covenant encounter, the textures on the house are flash yellow. And you get like the base models, the base geometry. I saw that on the, vi- I've seen that multiple videos on YouTube of like PC playthroughs. And plus I saw it as well on the one X and the, and a regular Xbox one as well. Interesting. Okay. That's, that's okay. That is interesting. Yeah. I mean, there are definitely some issues when you're porting a game like this, like from like, a, like a generation ago and it's like engine issues. And like, one of the issues is like post-processing removes like some effects that are more noticeable, like, uh, like bloom. Right, uh, Bloom is much less noticeable on, on like, especially if you're running it at like 4K. Oh, and there's um, there's actually a huge. If you go to the um, Halo Waypoint article talking about the PC release, there's they have a dedicated section just talking about Bloom and how like they're struggling trying to port that over because of the high resolutions. Because what Bungie did is that they would mask a lot of because they knew the game was going to run at a lower resolution. You can mask some issues, right, by using a little bit of post-processing and having it being low res. And obviously, though, if you if you give more clarity, more resolution to it, it becomes obvious what the limitations are. Yeah, see, this is like the issues become more apparent. Like you can't hide the issues anymore when they're at four K. So it's like when you when you were running at four K, these issues come into play. And like I I'm, I'm like I'm not too bothered by these. Like these are like uh, like I played it. It, it looked great to me like the only thing i would complain about the visual is is this the color palette which is very gray and muted and i mean that's not really a issue with the engine or whatever it's just the art direction thing yeah the original from, game piece like if they change it right then they're changing what the original game was yeah like they, they shouldn't really be like i mean if it, probably not a good idea to redo that there's no point in doing that much work for that it's like yeah i mean the art, the art direction is what it is it, it looks very grayscale in some places and that's how most of the games were around that era though right? yeah i'm not like i'm not like complaining about it i just it's just like it's just what it is like it's just like if, this, if you're gonna play a game from that era you just have to accept that like it's, it's gonna be like it's not going to be as colorful as like as like Halo Five was, right? Like it's it's yep. not just just not going to be like that. Uh, and the other issue which I didn't run into because I was I just let the game run at sixty FPS is that if you run the game at an unlocked frame rate uh, on PC, you get like what is it called like animation issues not animation like frame issues like where you're like oh the frame interpolation frame interpolation issues where you're like if you're moving the mouse but the mouse is not updating its its movement correctly right you have you have lower input latency but it's like not good because it's not smooth but uh yeah so like i was just running the game at 60 fps so i didn't like notice any of those bugs uh and also too this is a game that like for the story mode like it's not really that important to run it at higher than 60. No, it's not. It's really, really not important. Like maybe for multiplayer, you want to run it at like a higher frame rate. But, but then like, again, it's also Halo Reach multiplayer. So I don't know why you'd want to play it to begin with. Uh, I mean, I was, I was playing it this morning. It's, uh, I mean, I, mean it's, I, I don't have, so as I, I was deep into Halo around this era, right? Like I spent a lot of time playing Halo three and Halo Reach, in my own opinion, is a step back from that multiplayer. I mean, that's fair. See, this is the problem. See, I have the only multiplayer I have, Halo multiplayers I have played is the original Halo CE multiplayer on PC, like back in the day, right? And uh, Halo 5's multiplayer. So, like, the, like, so if I'm comparing anything, like, it's... it's well, like, you've had the best of the best, though, because it's, like, Halo 1, Halo CE, 
also obviously a classic within Halo 5 as well. Um, minus the fact that the story mode was absolute garbage. The multiplayer was genuinely great. Yeah, the Halo 5 multiplayer was solid. Halo 5's multiplayer, I think, is still one of the, it's probably the best Halo multiplayer to exist. And like probably like in current era, like it's like I mean, I played a little bit of like uh, I just played like the some Slayer like random weapons. You know, it's it's. Uh, I I I haven't like only played one round. It's like I, there's not enough to comment on it, but it's it's fine. It's not that great, but it's, but I mean, like, it's like it's you you can take fall damage in the multiplayer in this game. Yes, like, you can, ridiculous. which is weird. It's just like what? Well, wait, what? Like I I take fall damage. Uh, are you are, are you a Spartan or are you a fucking like ODST dude? Like what is what is going on? Like it's it's weird. Like some of the some of the maps are designed to be like very vertical. Like they, it has like elevators and like uh, fucking. It, it, like it feels like a, it it feels very different to have these levels which are very vertically oriented, but it's not quite. You don't have quite the mo- uh, mobility options that you do in Halo Five, and it's like it's. I also say I think some of the abilities break the multiplayer a little bit. Like I, I'm not, I'm I'm not a fan. This is why I like it how in Halo Five, Halo Four, they the also armor lock, the armor lockup, the armor lockup uh ability definitely breaks i think multiplayer well it, it just makes it so that you have to account for for what if you like a target having armor lockup uh on cooldown and it's like well, way... i think the main issue with with breaches multiplayer is that they increase the time to kill and it put in a weird spot yes they did they definitely increased it in some places yeah but it's like yeah it's, it's definitely like with some of the abilities it definitely increases the time to kill which i mean halo has always been in my experience, like Halo has been one of the like I call it mid-range time to kill. Like it's not low, low like Call of Duty, but it's not like extremely high like something like Overwatch, right? Like just just as for a, as a point of comparison. Well, right? it's because it's the thing about Halo, right? The Halo, like the the whole theory, right, of, of like that is it's a arena shooter, so there's always that dance, right? It's not who shot first, but whoever has you can always outgun someone if you have better gunplay, and that that doesn't feel as true in Reach's multiplayer. Yeah, I'm 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 like not like I'm not planning on playing the multiplayer too much. I'm just waiting for like the other multiplayers to come, like the the Halo C multiplayer. I want to play some uh play some Blood Gulch. Uh it's been a long time. Oh, and the best part too is me and you can both hop on that since it is crossplay. We can hop into a party together. You, we could do uh we could do a bungee duel. <laughs> uh, uh, not bat bungee. I mean, banshee, banshee, duel. banshee duel. Why did I say bungee? But it was, but yeah, we can do like a banshee duel, and like you know, we can recreate that video where that where the person calls me a hacker. <laughs> yeah, oh and this is like a long time meme. Like it's like that video on my YouTube channel where it's like uh, me playing uh, uh, Halo Halo CE on PC, and it's like uh, it's on Death Island, and it's like bun- like the banshees only, and like a banshee duel one to one, and this person just like. I, like I kill the guy, and the guy just like he just says hacker and chat and leaves. It's like the funny. It's like just extremely funny to me. But yeah. yeah also, you know what's great about the multiplayer as well um, for the Master Chief Collection is that while there is no forge, what three four three managed to do is that from every Halo game that had user generated maps, they have managed to now port them to the Master Chief Collection. So any so this is from the original games. So like from original Halo three. They have managed to port over all of the custom-made maps that were still existing 
over to the Master Chief collection. They did it for Reach as well. Oh, that's going to be good. So the uh, thing is, Forge also gives you custom game modes. So you can do custom maps, and you could also do, like say, like a cops and robbers game mode. I, I noticed it had a LAN mode like for multiplayer, which is interesting. Like You can play it on LAN. Like, have, has, has anybody tried this? Like Does this work? Like How does it work? Like, um, I know the original 360 one had a LAN mode, so if it works like that, it should work fine. Yeah, it's like I'm curious, because I, I would love to have like a little... Land party in Toronto or something? I don't know. That sounds kind of fun. Like you play like Halo Reach multiple, Ooh, or like a or like a Halo when CE comes out, right? Like Yo, man, Halo CE like uh, land would be really really dope. Like it'd be really cool. Uh, like and also there is co op, right? Like, like the I I haven't tried the co op because I just played the solo. And it is cross play but... too. It is cross play co op as well. Yeah. So the the entire yeah we should definitely play through some of them because what they have now too um on the Xbox side is they have playlists now in the campaign. So they have a um, there's one playlist. It's called just fight the flood, and it's <laughs> oh, every no. single flood level. No. Through all oh my the god, Halo that's games. the worst playlist. That's like the playlist I would never touch because it's like <laughs> the like flood is just like I I don't like the flood. I've talked I've probably talked about this on this podcast a long time ago. It's the flood is not like I don't. But like imagine that on legendary enemy. though. Like every oh single flood god. level. That would just be like I would just like a rage quit like the first mission that plays. That's gonna be it's it's gonna gonna be like the Halo C mission where you first encounter the flood like. Oh, yeah i think overall though this port's like pretty damn great for what it is it's pretty good for the price what it is it's pretty good yeah uh like especially if you just buy the uh hill reach uh version which i mean i i bought the whole thing because i'm I'm gonna buy it anyway like it's not like uh i'm just like like i just i just want to like keep it about so when i whenever it come when it whenever next one like was hill c right yeah it's gonna be hill c then halo 2 then they do them all in order and that's definitely what, I, what I'm excited for too to see is do they keep for CE the ability to pull up the original engine anytime during the game on the PC one? That would be, I mean, kind of unnecessary, but like it would be cool if they could keep the like I don't know if they could have the time to do that. Well, because they redid all the textures, right? So, so what? what how do you do in the Xbox side? You could switch between the original engine and the new engine that's based off of Reach's engine. And I only because if we're going to create the hacker video again, we have to do it in the original engine, right? We can't, we can't. Like, what? Oh my God. <laughs> we got to do it in the, we got to make it look exactly like it did in, in, the, in the original version in on PC. Just running oh, at 4K, 60. Oh. It's going to look weird, though. Like, those textures are not... I mean, some of those textures are going to look very rough. Well, uh, they, already port, they already ported them to recreate them to be 4K. Uh, for oh, yeah, the that's Xbox true. Yeah, they, they did. So it's going to look all right, I guess. I mean, maybe there's going to be some, like... That's what I think, too, the other games are going to come faster now because they already have existing, like, DirectX 12 ports on the One X. So it's more of, like, just redoing the UI and making sure it works good with a mouse and keyboard. So I think the hard one is... The hardest one was probably Hillary, right? Because it was just, like... It, it wasn't didn't have an existing yet. Xbox port. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't have one, so they had to do it from scratch, right? Like, the port... Uh, so like I, I'm looking forward to playing through Halo CE campaign for like the tenth time, uh, and uh, looking forward to getting my ass hoisted by the those hunters you encounter on the silent cartographer mission, like I do every time I play the game, even though I know how it works. Like it's like yeah, I'm looking forward to playing that uh, campaign again and like doing the multiplayer stuff. I'm even looking forward to playing Halo Two a little bit. It's been a long time playing as the Arbiter. Like the Arbiter missions are really cool. Uh, I don't remember much of Halo Three. But, like, Halo ODST is going to be cool to have on PC, right? Uh, Halo 4, as much as people, I think, some people don't like the Halo 4 campaign. I'm all right with it. 
Uh, I'm, I think Halo 4's campaign is... It's a bit long, and it's like some places it kind of goes on for too long. It feels like the game was a little bit stretched out. Like the kid. I mean, like compared to Halo 5, I think Halo 4 is like... I would say it's a... If we're if we're gonna if we're gonna do our hot take top tier list of, of campaigns, I would put at the top. I would say it's honestly, I would say Reach at the top. Reach three, ODST CE four two, and then five is the worst. Yeah, five is definitely the worst. Like I I can't disagree with that. Like I can't remember any of Halo 3's campaign right now for some reason, but like uh, I would say like for me Halo's. The one is definitely on top because just for sentimental reasons, like the it's the one game that I like. It's the first Halo game I played, so it's like you know, like sentimental value over there. Uh, but like, it's one of the best campaigns for me. But like Halo Four, I think if it was shorter, I think most people would have liked it. Like, I think definitely. Uh, I mean, I like the I like the narrative route they took with it. Right? It's just my problem is that they bundled like messed it up afterwards. Yeah, and then Halo Five is just like an utter disaster. It's like even like even like if even like the Hunter Truth podcast that came out before Halo Five was better than the actual Halo Hunt Five story. Oh my god, I really hope they bring that back for Infinite. Hunter <laughs> Truth was genuinely good. It was clever. Like it was a, the idea was whoever thought of that idea should, like they they should get like they should like. Like they should be able to do more of that stuff because it's like a very clever idea. The way to market a po- like game using like a podcast that's like and a podcast that's like actually in game, like in like in the lore of the like, series and stuff. Yeah. Well, the thing too for Infinite, what they're doing, right? You know, it's like set like five, six years after five. It doesn't pick up after five. Okay, so. Uh, uh, of course it doesn't because like Halo Five, like well, like what is what what happens like in Halo Five? Halo Five is like, uh, like Cortana goes rampant, right? And like she's just like, uh, well, so you remember Halo Wars Two? That ending leads into it. So basically, what happens oh, is right. I forgot about Halo um, Wars. Halo Wars Two. There's like a rogue faction of um, Covenant, and then they end up building a portal to the to a new Halo ring, which is the same one that Cortana went to at the end of Five, and then that's where Wars Two ends with like some of the researchers being on that ring. And then five ends with them going off to like I think to that ring, but Infinite picks up with Chief being asleep on some ship, right, and then ends up hopping onto a ring. Oh right, the trailer. There was a trailer, right? Yeah, the trailer. Uh, for Infinite. Yeah, yeah. The trailer was really good. Uh, I was just like, oh man, oh here we go. Uh, like I, I'm like I, I don't know. My, like that's all we know about the Hill in Infinite campaign at this point. So it's like I'm just like I'm not I'm not gonna get hyped this time because last time I got hyped, we got Hill of Five. Well, I mean, I think too. I think they've learned their lesson. I think they, because they've said they basically they're like we we want to go back to like more of a classic campaign. Yeah, I mean I hope so because I I really hope it's a good campaign. I'd really want there to be a new campaign that's actually good and for us to not be like stuck in like the good campaigns being the ones that they released before five. Like I like it's just I just want it to be good. Um, and I, but, I mean but, at least we know they got the multiplayer down right. Like. I would be hurt and shocked if they ended up messing up the multiplayer on on that. Yeah, like I don't know how you would mess. Like you could just do the same, basically the same thing, and just improve on it. Like I don't see how you could make it worse. Really, honestly, if they literally, if so, if they literally made like a better forge mode, but kept the same multiplayer, same maps, everything from five, but just made like the because what happened? The issue with forge and five is that a it didn't ship with it, and b doing custom game modes was way more difficult than it was in. Um, in, in three because reach right now has a playlist of custom game modes or community made you can go through and like someone made a golf mode in reach it was a match made golf mode you can get into <laughs> of, of course they did of course they did oh so like you know one of the things that i want to talk about is like how like the story of like i i, did, I don't didn't read the fall of reach so like i can't I don't remember this bit like do you 
way they introduce Cortana is it's interesting because they have so these just, it's a uh, that's a contended point in the community. If I really well, okay, tell me because about this. Like because the, yeah. in one and in the books, the chief always had Cortana, whereas Reach's game is like we're handing you Cortana. That's a uh, that's a little bit of a so I think three four three states that the book should be not taken as literal canon, but the game should. And they also, I believe, fixed some of that in the um, anniversary edition. Okay, so that confused me because I was always the, under the impression I was always under the impression that Cortana was re- literally like just just like Halsey gave it to Spartan One One Seven, right? Like Dumash Chief, right? And like that was what happened in Halo One. And you know how in the dialogue in Halo One is just like the f- they, they initial like they're di- already friends, right? Like they're already they friends and they already know each other for a long. It feels like they were just like uh, like riffing off each other. Like it's like, oh yeah, you miss me, and it's like no thanks to your driving. Like it's a classic line. I always remember that one. Like it's like. I, it felt like the character was meant like meant to be like Cortana was supposed to be already like a friend to Master Chief and like they were they, they already knew each other for a long time. But in according to the story of Reach, it's just like they give the uh they give the uh, how they gives the uh the AI to Noble Team and then Noble Team says, gives it to Captain Keys and then Captain Keys takes it and puts it on a ship and and then they just wake up the uh, wake up wake up the master chief who's sleeping in on the pillar of auto. Oh, right? did you see the? Uh, did you find the Easter egg at the end of the game when the ship's leaving? If you hold your mouse all the way to the left, it'll show you. Um, you'll be able to see uh, Master Chief being put into cryo sleep and all that. Oh, I didn't know that, but okay, and that's yeah, that's cool. Like they, they had a cutscene in the end where it's like they show like the where the pillar of autumn jumping yeah and then it hits sees the, the halo ring right yes uh it's like uh it's the classic start it's basically the start of halo one right like where it's like cortana's like uh keys is like are we like alone how you're and it's like cortana you already know the answer to the question um so you know like how like let's like do some theory crafting like because we're doing a halo like this is just a halo podcast now yeah. welcome to shades of brown <laughs> halo edition um you know how like cortana is like Okay, like you, you're supposed to jump to a random system, like because to keep the covenant away from Earth. Like that's the thing, right? Like the Pillar of Autumn jumps in a random, like like using the slip space drive, and like, do you really think it's random? Like, is this does Cortana like know something about like the where the rings are located? Like, I that think Halsey always, knew, and then Halsey told Cortana. To yeah, that's what I was thinking. Location. It's like it d- I, does I don't know Cort- if that confirms that anywhere, but I'm pretty sure it's like the general accepted theory there. Yeah, like it's I I don't think it's random that it's 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 one of a coincidence that like the the fucking pillar of autumn jumps away from Reach and it ends up at like uh like a ring and like there's covenant there and it's like that's. That's a little bit, a uh, little bit like a two plot. Coincidence. Well, the covenant follow through the whole through the split slave toll. That's how they get there. Yeah, the arbiter ship does. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. So uh, when in Hill One, aren't there covenant like uh, around the moon, like around the planet, like uh, on uh, on the on the system that they're already in? And there were covenant already there, right? So see, that's the problem. In Reach's telling, I thought it was a covenant come through because the arbiter was on Reach. The arbiter was a part of the team glassing Reach. And then, so he follows the humans through there to there, uh, based off of but, this version. But but in the in the in the book for Halo, I think the Halo One book, which is called the Flood, right? Uh, like there are Covenant already there, right? Like the- you know, that's the problem. That's the problem in the books. Yes, in the game, no, and they fix that too in the um, anniversary edition of Halo One. 
Oh, they that is, oh man, I'm just realizing all these small incongruities in these. Yeah, that's why people got mad when Bungie released Reach a while back. A lot Originally, a lot of the Halo nerds were like, this is not accurate to the lore, which it wasn't. They changed a whole bunch of the Fall of Reach books to uh, for the game. Yeah, like some of the incongruities between like well, the Covenant already had the ring system and it's like... And like they, they were like in the bus, they were like around hiding behind the moon, like they were just around the moon, like the, like the the one. Yeah, the arbiter was on reach in reach is the game version of it, and then the arbiter followed the humans through there too. Uh, oh no, he wasn't. He was an arbiter. He was a commander then. He became the arbiter after. Yeah, the he became the arbiter destroyed. in Halo Two, right? Yeah. Like he became he the was, arbiter. He was after, a commander right? of one of the um, fleets, glassing reach. Oh. And then, like, there were, like, you know, there's a whole subplot in Halo Reach about the Zealot class elites, right? Who are, like, special ops, basically, like, elite special ops teams, which are, like, trying to find something uh, on Reach. I think they were trying to find, what, like, the Halsey's, like, facility? Halsey's lab, yeah, because Halsey knew the location of the ring. Oh, so Halsey knew the location of the ring, and I think she gave it to Cortana, and Cortana maybe, it's like not consciously, maybe, I don't know, maybe she just plotted a random one, it just happened to be that one, I don't know. Like well, in Reese's version of it too, Halsey had just created Cortana from her consciousness. Yeah, exactly, it's like so weird. She's basically a baby. She's basically an AI baby at that point, right? Like the the like when the show the scene where, where like Halsey's in the lab and like she like there's just like Cortana there, and it's like it's it's just like. And then even even more to add on to like the inconsistencies in the game version of Reach, assuming that Cortana was born then, by the time Halo Four rolls around, she's not old enough to hit the time the age that that um that stated in that game for Rantasy to come. It would have been at least another couple of years before that should have happened. Oh my god, we are fucking doing the Halo lore deep dive, and you're finding the all the fucking. I'm telling weirding. you, see that this, this is why that's and this is like three four three two. You didn't make it any better by deciding to pull from a bunch of books when we were told not all the books are canon. Okay, so what is canon in this case? So if the books are, like, sort of canon, but, like, sort of... The official statement is the games are canon, the books are loosely canon. Okay, so this is, like, the Star Trek situation, where it's, like, kind of, like, some of the the books are, like, beta canon, and, like, the like the shows are, like, the alpha canon. It's, like, the games are the alpha canon here. Uh, like, okay, cool. So that's our little uh, lore dive uh into <laughs> yeah i mean i've read i've read a bunch of the books actually just not reach uh i haven't reached uh, read reach i've read the forerunner like forerunner books i've read the uh the flood obviously i've read the flood and the what else there were some other small books like that were like like something called the Cold Protocol. I, I don't remember all the details. Cold Protocol, that's the one about the Rebels, right? I thought it was the Rebels. I think it was about the Rebels. Planet. Yeah, it was like about like some UNSC planet and there was like Rebels in it and like ODST, I think. ODST stuff happening in that. I don't remember. So yeah, there, there are books. If uh, I don't know how many people like really read the books. It's like, it's, it's really the Halo Lord. Enough nerds, for the subreddit to get mad. <laughs> I, I, mean, I don't Oh, I don't even want to go on the subreddit. But... Uh, so that I think I think we're gonna wrap up here. Like the, the, this, this, I think this is a good place for us to wrap up. This has been our, this has been Shades of Brown, uh, Halo edition. Oh wait, we have one more thing. Yes, what? Kingdom Hearts Remind trailer came out. <laughs> I, I, I mean, if you were doing the bingo card, we gotta do Kingdom Hearts as well. Like it's Halo and bingo. No, I mean I'm not. I'm not actually. The, oh, you, you we just have to. I actually tell you how. Like you remember how I told you how the game right had like time travel and stuff. Here's, so here's let me tell you what the premise is of this DLC. So you, your 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 girlfriend dies at the end of Kingdom Hearts three, and then you sacrifice yourself to go back in time, but you lose you lose your body in the process. So you have to go through the memories of all the people who are fighting battles while you're fighting the the last boss of the game. 
and you battle in their place with them in like a spirit form. And then you go to like some world's end. And you remember how there was that lead character who got fridged? From, uh, oh no, that's no, 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 you didn't get fridged. She, 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 she's actually playable now. The one who got oh, fridged. Okay. You can play them. But um, you remember how there was like that Final Fantasy 13 game that got canceled versus yes. 13, and he yeah. brought the characters back in Kingdom Hearts 3 because of yeah. giant fu yeah. to the world. Yeah. It that trailer ends with the main character of the fake Final Fantasy 13 game that had gotten canceled 10 years prior before that actually became Final Fantasy 15, <laughs> saying the exact same lines in the exact same spot of like this world that the main character of Kingdom Hearts One was saying in the first trailer of Kingdom Hearts One. <laughs> So it moves back to the first game, but it's a different character saying the exact same lines. Oh my god. So the question remains, are you gonna get this? I've already pre-ordered it. Oh, of course. <laughs> why did I even ask? It comes, like, why even did I even... it comes out one month later on Xbox than it does on PS4 next year. Oh my god. You really pre-ordered the Xbox One version too, right? Like, it's gonna be like, you gotta get it one month late, and like, all the discourse is already gonna happen, so you're gonna miss the discourse. I might just cancel uh, it then and just like watch a walkthrough of it, and we're still gonna some podcast about it. We're still gonna podcast about it. Oof, I'm looking forward to that one. That one's gonna be like, ooh, that's uh, we look. It's like gonna be re- like our like Kingdom Hearts edition of, of. We gotta get the gang back together. Get Heather. I gotta get Ace on the pod. We gotta get. We gotta get the whole gang back. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Um, this is so we can wrap this up. Yeah, uh, there's gonna be a bunch of uh, links. Oh, not much. There's there's a couple links. Uh, one link really uh, about the digital. Foundry. Two. I'm gonna add the one for the CRTs as well because oh, really okay, yes, that's good. Uh, there's gonna be a couple of digital foundry YouTube links, and I feel like digital foundry is gonna get added to the bingo card because we keep mentioning them because they're very good at what they do. Um, their videos are very good. Uh, the video on the it came out today actually the there's sort of a review of the uh Hill Reach version of PC, the Master Collection version, uh like what what the issues, like go into detail about the sound issues, the post processing and the frame rate uh related uh issues. So, you know, if you if you're into that kind of thing, go take that go take a look. And if you're if you play this game in a CRT, you probably want to watch the CRT video as well. Uh so that is gonna be our episode this week and you as always uh the show notes to shades of brown.com uh email address as uh, please don't send us spam it's at <laughs> contact at two shades of brown.com i swear to god if you get more spam i'm gonna i'm gonna have to i'm gonna change it to where we have a no don't disable it. what we do is this we'll just do a contact form and we'll have an email address that like programmatically changes to a different set of numbers at shades of brown.com i mean that works i mean the contact form is actually more prone to spam so it's like it's actually better to just have that email address like that. I think uh, if you have contact forms, there's a whole lot of other issues. Sure, so sure. I'm just gonna just leave that there. Uh, so send us an email if you if you are like a hill lore nerd. Uh, you know, send us your thoughts about like why you think Cortana. Like I don't know, like what's the incongruities between like the books and the the video games? It's like tell us about that. I love to hear from more Halo nerds because I feel like sometimes when I'm like talking about Halo, like Halo lore stuff, it's like literally like two people care about what I'm talking about. It's like one of them is you and like this one other person who cares. Uh, so yeah, uh, at me about Halo stuff on like on Mastodon at staticstave at mastodon.zombocloud.com uh, and Chosa, where can people find you on the internet? Um, y'all can find me at uh, Chosafine at chitter.xyz. Yeah. Uh, so add us up on Halo stuff. And with that, uh, goodbye. Bye.